Hey guys, welcome back to She's Me. It's your girl, Kita, and I'm here. <laughs> um, the new year is upon us, and I kind of want to talk about my goals for the new year. Um, before we get into the rest of this episode, I know we talked about this in a previous episode where we talk about our goals for the month or like, I don't know, the quarter, the semester, whatever. Let's talk in like school terms, but I we I don't think we ever actually followed up on them or we ever actually established them. So I'm going to start. I want to be held accountable through this, but we'll see. We'll see. Cause you know, New Year's resolutions, they're there. We make them, we all make them every single year. And the follow through, it's like 20%. <laughs> but, ooh. but I do want to talk about my goals and hopefully, hopefully I stick through th- with them. So I want to kind of do like the quarter system instead of like the year system. Uh, so let's check back in like three months to see how I'm doing with these goals and hopefully I've been able to achieve some of them. So um, starting off small, <laughs> I really want to increase my water intake this year and like keep on top of my vitamins. I have so many vitamins and I just have not been taking them. I got like, you know, the little vitamin packs um, where you can choose which ones you want and they're sent to you in their daily little packs. So I've had boxes of them um, because I would just fall off. And also some of them made me really nauseous and I couldn't figure out which of the vitamins were making me nauseous. But um, over the past couple of days, I have been taking them again and I've been taking them one by one so I can figure out if like a certain one is is the one that makes me want to throw up and actually does make me throw up. And I've narrowed it down to my calcium tablets are the ones that are making me nauseous. Um, at least I think they are. I've been too chicken to take my calcium tablets. So maybe we'll never know. Or maybe it's just too many at one time, you know? The I think that's like one and two, right? The third thing, the one that's on everyone's list, is hit the gym up more often. I spent last year trying a lot of different um, activities to stay active. I did Pilates. I would do weightlifting. I would walk by the lakeshore. And unfortunately, I don't have a Pilates club here. Um, I have like the traditional chain Pilates club in my hometown and I honestly don't want to visit that one. And the other one I think is outside of my budget. So I'm not going there. I do have a gym membership and my gym is a little fancy schmancy little gym. And I believe they offer a Pilates class. So I'm going to hit that up and see how I like it. If it's the Pilates, I think it's in my head or if it's floor Pilates. Either way, Pilates is Pilates. We'll try it. And since I don't have a lake to walk near, I do have a river, but not a lake. I will not be going on my hot girl walks. So I will be doing my hot girl treadmill walk. 
hopefully at the gym. Fingers crossed. Uh, with that being said, everyone who's already a gym rat, the season is upon us. And by us, I mean y'all. <laughs> Be a little patient with all of us being in your normal, regular space as we try to stick with our healthy resolutions and, I don't know, try to make some physical changes for ourselves. I know it might not last long and about 50% of them will stop coming after January, but please be patient with the ones that um, do stay and are coming in the new month, okay? Thank you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> um, and my fourth resolution, which I will be carrying this one on every quarter, is I want to be able to go somewhere new to me um, at least once a month. And I love solo traveling. I just don't go often, unfortunately. And I think it's because I have always made it up in my head to, I have to go solo traveling to like a new state or somewhere like that has the mountains, the the lakes, the cities, whatever, right? Like the coasts. So I think my New Year's resolution for my traveling, my monthly travels, is going to be go somewhere new to me, whether it be 20 minutes from my hometown, an hour, two hours, four hours, wherever. Just go somewhere new. I want to expand my horizons a little bit more. So those are my quarterly resolutions. I just got four. I feel like four is easy to manage versus like an entire list. And I believe what January, February, March, we'll check back in either at the end of March or beginning of April and we'll see how my resolutions are going. I do have, excuse me, I do have a potential trip in the works for the month of March, end of March, beginning of April planned. I'm hoping it goes well. I am also hoping to start a new job by then. So we'll see if I do get approved for the time off. Fingers crossed that I do. It'll be out of the country with some of my really close friends and I love them to death. So I'm really hoping it happens. I have not seen some of these friends for over a year now, um, maybe two years. We just live literally like straight across the country. Like one of my friends lives in Washington. The other one lives down in Georgia. And then you got little me smack dab in the middle of the States. So it's hard to see them, but I'm hoping we do get together and we're able to do something. So let's get into today's episode, um, the eras. And we're not talking about the eras tour. Um, I know I touched on that one earlier this year with Mary. We talked about how Taylor Swift came to Chicago and one, it was crazy expensive, crazy expensive. Um, I love Taylor Swift, but I uh, would not spend that much money on a concert. Sorry, not for me. Uh, but the amount of people that came out that weekend was insane. Um, we actually hold up, like hold a, hold it, hold, hold up, um, in my brother's apartment 
and we watched all of the Swifties cross like one of our main roads and all that stuff. And I was like, holy, oh my God, there's so many of them. I would have gotten lost. And it just looked, it just looked gross. I cannot tell you, I hate when I see crowds moving um, from like an aerial view. It grosses me out. It just, ugh, I can't, it freaks me out. I don't know what it is, but it bothers me. Um, but <laughs> that's like, I'm going off topic. Anyways, the eras, uh, I want to talk about my eras. Like that's a thing here, right? We talk about our independent era, our soft girl era. Um, Whitney Simmons talk, uh, talks about her lover girl era. I want to talk about my era um, or eras, I should say. I want to start off with the independent girl era. That is one that I was in deep. I am still like sprinkled in with the independent girl era. I'm still doing a lot of things that I wish I wasn't doing, but it is what it is. It has to be done. Um, but for such a long time, I was like stuck hard in my independent girl era. I am the firstborn. I am the oldest daughter. Um, in my last episode, I know I talked about like an older brother, but if you're brown, you get it. Um, but I am the firstborn oldest daughter, only daughter actually. And independence was always something that I did. It was second nature to me. If my parents couldn't do it, I would do it. And if it came to a point where I couldn't do it, then my brother would do it. But that is very far and few between. So um, I grew up being very self-reliant and being able to handle my shit handle my own problems, do it on my own, and be fearless in that nature. I think it also has to do with the fact that um, I grew up with so many boys. I very rarely had um, girly input. And when I did, it was already when I was like, I think 11 or 12, when I got like some girly input. And that was from my sister-in-law. And even then, <laughs> like it it's very short-lived because same thing with their household. They have all these boys and then one girl. So um, even my mom was like a tomboy. So I very I didn't have that much of like a girly vibe in my life. Um, so as I got older, I would always say like, I got it. I can do it myself. I don't need a man. I built my own furniture when I was in my apartment. Um, I did ask my brother for some help when it came to building my furniture, but he was busy. So I ended up like putting on my docks and this was me building my desk. Um, it's one of those like height raising belts that... <laughs> It's one of those height raising desks. So um, the metal gears required a lot of force. And I was afraid I was going to break the wood because it is very soft. But I ended up putting on my docks and um, I slammed my foot into these freaking metal gears to get them to fit. And you were supposed to do that, i.e. like per the instructions. I just didn't think I had enough strength to do it. But I did. And I had enough strength to, I believe, like flip the table and put it where I needed it to go by myself. I think. I think I did. 
I can't remember. Maybe I did ask my brother for the help for that. But other than small situations like that, I have definitely always been a, I got it. I can do it myself. I don't need help. And even if like I was to be offered help, it was always, it's fine. I can do it. I got it. And I think it had a lot to do with um, me not wanting to be perceived as weak or needy. And I wish I was needy. I wish I was like, okay, no, I need help. Because in my head, the independent girl vibe is so hard to get out of. Like once you've been in it for so long, it's so hard to climb out of it because you know that you don't need a man or like a masculine partner to be able to do those things for you because you can do it yourself. You don't need like someone else to do it for you. And you become very self-reliant to the point where it can be harmful for your relationships being so self-reliant because your partner wants to ease some of that burden, that self-inflicted burden. Let's be real, it's self-inflicted. Um, wants to ease that self-inflicted burden and you're just like, no, because do you think I'm weak? Do you think I can't do it? And it's like, no, babe, like he just or she just wants to help you and they want you to know that you don't have to do it do it yourself and do it by yourself. So instead of waiting for a partner to ease me out of my independent girl era, I am easing myself out by myself. I am trying to become a, yes, I'll accept your help girl, which is, I. everyone calls it the soft girl era. Um, I'm somewhere in the middle where I will not always ask for help, but I will accept it if it's offered to me. So I'm venturing into my soft girl area slowly but surely. I am saying yes more. Um, That's another era that I'm like trying to get into. I want to say my yes girl era a lot more. I have been that person who has been saying no a lot this past year and, um, that goes hand in hand with protecting my peace. I will not put myself in a position where my peace is being harmed anymore. I, if I feel as if you are disrupting my peace or I'm giving you more energy than you're giving me, I literally would say no. Like, I don't want to be your pity party. I don't want to be your like, the. I don't want you to throw a bone at me because you feel bad for me. Um, and I don't want to go and like expend my energy and feel uncomfortable. So I have been saying no a lot more. I have been saying, or I've been staying in to protect my peace and doing a lot of self-growth and even like saying no to my parents. Um, that was a big thing. I would always be like, okay, fine. Like I got it. Like I can do it. And now I'm just like, absolutely not. Like I'm not doing it. Um, no, thank you. I need to do the things that I'm doing to protect my peace and to heal my mental health. Um, because where I've been saying yes to everybody and doing what everyone else wanted me to do or what I thought everyone else wanted me to do was very harmful for me. So my no era and my protecting my peace era go hand in hand. And you know what? I'm living for it. I if I have found so much peace in myself this past year that 
honestly, the validation that I needed from other people to like actually make me feel wanted is not there because I know I'm wanted. I know I am valuable and my personality is fun and I'm fun and the people who love me and want me, want me, right? Like they'll put in that effort to make my, or they'll put in that effort to make this relationship work or include me or whatever because the energy I give them, they're giving me. And that's what this past era of mine has been, protecting my peace to the point where I'm not going out of my way just to heal the other person or just to make sure the other make sure the other person is feeling wanted while sacrificing all of that for myself. Because I was giving so much of myself to another person while receiving none of it. Not a, like um, when I say none of it, like I was asking for like 50% of the energy I was giving and I was barely receiving 20%. And that's insane. And I can't believe I was doing that to myself for so long. And it was disrupting my peace and it was disrupting my mental health and causing this imbalance and ruining my self-esteem. And I'm not doing that anymore. I am. I said no a lot. And if I felt as if I was being invited out to a somewhere or a situation or wherever be out of pity or out of like, oh, I haven't seen her in such a long time and she's been wanting to hang out with me, like, let me just invite her out. I would say no. Keep your invitation. Don't want it. And it was like to the point where I actually even stopped actively participating in conversation. I remember being like the quote unquote healer for a lot of my relationships, a lot of my friendships. And, um, you know, to an extent, I still am. Like, I love giving advice. I love seeing my friends in a very wholesome point in their life. And I will do what I can to help them get there. But there are other people that I was giving too much of that to that I just stepped back and I was like, if I step back, what happens? And you know what? What happened? They stopped reaching out to me because I was not giving them what they wanted. I was not being that healer and like that person to make them feel better in the situation in that moment anymore. And they didn't like that. But you know what? It's fine with me because when I needed that, when I needed that healing, when I needed that self, like that assurance, um, I was not getting that. So once I pulled back, they like pulled back as well. And that's fine. Like I, it's part of letting go. Like if you want me, show me you want me. And if you don't want me and you only wanted me for what I could provide you, then you didn't value me. And I value me enough to step back from whatever that is and whatever that was to focus on me and keep that energy for myself. Because at the end of it, the only person that was being hurt was myself. And maybe like, you know, that other person was being hurt too when I pulled back and whatnot. But if you if I I felt that if like that other person wanted me to be in their life and valued me, they would have tried a little bit harder. Does that make sense? Especially because I am that person that healed so much and that tried so hard that I would always voice to people like, I wish someone wanted me as much as I wanted them. And I wish someone fought 
and put in as much effort into me as I was putting into them. Like I was reaching out and I was trying, but I don't feel like I get that back. So I stopped doing it. And you know what? The people that I was telling that to, the ones who knew that I just required a little bit of effort to make me feel wanted and make me feel a little bit more secure, they knew that and they weren't giving it to me. Like, what? So I'm not going to give give me to you. Go away. Bye. Um, so my independent era, my no era, protecting my peace era, and me transitioning into my soft girl area, I am trying to do that a lot more, especially at work. Um, I always say, no, I got it. But like, now I'm just like, please help me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Or even if I know what I'm doing, I ask for a second set of eyes, uh, some help. And I am translating that into my life and just asking for help more and being like, you know what? I know I can do this on my own. I just don't want to do it on my own completely. Please help me. Or if someone extends a hand and be like, just let me know. I will be like, yes, I will take you up on that offer because I am tired of doing it on my own and I need to learn now to accept help and realize that is not a point of weakness for me. It is a point of strength that I'm able to ask for help and accept it um, when I do need it. And that's okay. Do that. Do that more. Accept help. Even when you feel like you can do it yourself, give yourself the break and accept help because what when you accept help, you're getting back time, essentially, because what could have taken you an hour now takes you 20 minutes because you have another pair of hands. Or you're buying back your energy, your emotional capacity, because what would have taken you so much energy and would have left you exhausted by the end of it doesn't even expend 50% of your energy and what would have required a lot of emotional range on your part um, doesn't because you are not the only one putting in that effort and you're not the only one wanting to put in that effort, right? So take the help when it's offered. And if it's not offered, ask for it. Please, please do that this year, uh, this coming year. You guys, I cannot tell you what a blessing it is to ask for the help and accept the help that is offered to you. I feel like the second part of my soft girl era that I'm going into is the yes girl era. I have been such a no, 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 no person for not even just this past year, but um, a year prior to that, like half a year, like a year, year and a half prior to that, that I am saying yes. And I feel like it has a lot to do with my growth um, in wanting to move outside of what is now my comfort zone. I have done a lot of growth to help me get to this place, but this place now feels so comfortable for me that I don't feel as if I'm doing any growing. So just recently, my friend, um, my friend that I've known since 2019, that I was able to reconnect with this past year because I moved back home, asked me to go out with her and her friends and her family, I'm sure, to a restaurant for her birthday. And you know what? I honestly didn't know it was for her birthday when she reached out to me and asked me. 
But she was like, you can say no if you want to. I just don't. She's hilarious. She's like, I just don't have that many baller friends who are going to go with me. And I'm like, dude, this baller friend of yours is going to have to go on a budget because my job is changing and I can't ball out like I used to, like I would. So I told her like, I want to move out of my comfort zone. I'm so thankful and appreciative that you asked me because I want to be able to say yes to things that I've never tried before. And I want to do these new things, meet new people and have new experiences. And, you know, I think that's what I'm gaining by saying yes. So as I move into this newer era of saying yes, I hope I say yes to more things that scare me or would have scared me because I am looking to grow more and I'm looking to connect with people outside of who I know because I understand that that is important for me and it's a version of me that I want to be someone who says yes and someone who's not afraid of trying things that are new because even though I pride myself in being fearless I am also a creature of habit and I love my comfort zone Fingers crossed that this era is all that I hope it is. And I hope I continue on the path with it instead of shying away from it. Send me a message on Instagram or shoot me an email and tell me what your eras are and what you're in right now. Let's figure this out together and I'll 